Mark Durant joining us on the Sprint special guest line here on 97.5, 12 of the Zone of the Zone Sports Network. We're live at the tour of Utah up here at Snowbird. Absolutely beautiful day. Will Snowden and myself hanging out. Uh, Scotty's out of town. He'll be back tomorrow. We were kind enough to drive all the way up here to Snowbird and hang out with me today. And uh, our special guest, Mark Durant, color analyst for the BYU men's basketball team. And I would say... I would say uh, on the same level of disgust as Will and I probably today with the Yoli Childs announcement. Mark, if you could just start by letting people know what exactly happened with Yoli and the NCAA's decision, that'd be a great place. Yeah, I mean, good to talk to you guys. I wish I was up at uh, Snowbird with you. It's a great spot. It's beautiful, there, man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just so kind of disgusted with the NCAA and how they're handling so I mean Yoli you know he, 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 he's determined I'm going pro he makes a decision this is what I'm going to do um, uh, signs with an agent turns out he doesn't to do the proper paperwork I mean you got a lot of stuff going on at that point you got a, the, the coaching change at BYU you've got an agent you know he's He's not so concerned about the kid going back to school. I mean, they're all they're all like, we're going pro. So they're, they're doing things. And, you know, I think, Yoli, you, you've got these rule changes as far as when you can go back to school. And there's a, I mean, there's a lot of things going on here. It's not like this is a rule that's been set in stone for ages and everybody knows this is what you're supposed to do. And, and, and so Yoli's kind of out there trying to do his best, but he makes some mistakes that it really amounts to nothing more than a clerical error. I mean, he did accept some uh, some funds like you would expect when you sign with an agent. You're going pro. He's paid all that back with interest, and and he reports all of this, and and he and he decides he wants to go back to school. I mean, he wants to go back back to play college basketball. He wants to help his team. He wants to do some special things in college, and yet the organization that runs the college game and is supposedly interested in the, the student-athlete and their best interest in welfare and growing the college game. And they come down with this ridiculously excessive uh, suspension of nine games for all that. I mean, uh, it, 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 listen, everybody understands there's rules and you break the rules and there's got to be some kind of punishment or people will continue to break the rules. But there's this huge. I mean, this this flies in the face of one common sense. You know, it, it doesn't serve their interests at all. I don't think to do this. Uh, there's a, there's a real question of proportionality uh, here. Obviously, uh, you've got uh, you've got this question of intent. Certainly, wasn't Yoli's intent to do anything wrong? Uh, and and then he goes ahead and you know makes up for uh, some of the things that. You know, he impermissibly accepted, and uh, and then there's like I said, mitigation. There's another aspect. There's mitigation. He's done all that he can do to make this right. He's self-reported. He's been completely upfront and honest. And so, what's your reward for all that nine-game suspension? That's 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 a, almost a third of the season, Hans. And can you imagine missing a third, third of your senior year of football and. Uh, no. These kids, they their whole life, they're spending four hours a day in the gym so they can play in a handful of games in front of the, you know, at BYU. I know that's how I was. It's my dream to play there. And 
some arbitrary decision by some committee mm. in the dark somewhere is saying, no, no, you know, you, you, you've really, you know, you've really done something that is just unforgivable here. Oh, it's so terrible. You, you sit for nine games. At a part of the season where you're playing some of the best teams you're going to play, that's the Maui Invitational, you're playing the best games, this is your chance to kind of show as a team that you can compete and and that those kind of games carry a ton of weight going into postseason. And you say you're the best player, one of the best big men in the West, is not going to be able to play. Hmm. I mean, you can see that I'm a little bit fired up about it, but and I'm rambling on, rambling on about it. But it, it just, uh, again, I'm not saying there's no place for any kind of punishment, or and you have to protect your rules. But everything that I've seen about this, and virtually almost everybody I've talked to or heard, and the national guys have said this is ridiculous. And and I certainly think uh, it's ridiculous, unfair. Uh, it seems to be a little bit of a targeting targeting at BYU. I know Utah fans will think I, you know, I got the blue BYU rose blue colored glasses on and stuff, but after what happened with Nick Emery and now this, uh, mm. I mean, you just have to ask yourself some questions. What is really going on here? Mm. <sighs> this is Will Snow. Now, I agree with you. It's almost like you just can't say anything but rant about it, have major frustration about it, and and, and really question, does the NCAA, are you really concerned with the student-athlete? Is that what you really are concerned with? You know, I, I don't know what to say besides what a joke. It, it literally is a joke, and I can understand if, he, if it was some, you know, thing that Yoli was trying to pull off. That wasn't the case. He was upfront about everything, gave all the information. You know, I, it just makes me think, in a court of law with, with, with your peers actually judging this, would Yoli have nine games? No! no. That's like someone yeah, I mean, going, doing nine years in prison for speeding. It, this, this is crazy. It, it, the penalty does not does not fit the crime. It just, it, it doesn't. There, there's no way to look at this and say that the NCAA got it right. So, Mark, I think the next step is is, is talk about the BYU appeal process and talk about their decision on that and talk about if there's anything else BYU can do. Well, uh, as far as I understand, BYU's exercised their appeal and it was denied, and so this is this is what stands. And what I've tried to do is just trying to shed some light on it and, and you know, retweet the, the national guys like Jay Billis and, and other guys that have come out and said this is ridiculous and unfair just to try and get some exposure to it because really that's the only thing you have now is to embarrass the NCAA, and it's not easy to embarrass those guys. I mean, they, they, they kind of they, they, they don't like to be shown up, but, but I think it's interesting today that you know they had that new college degree agent rule and I, I think that that blew up on them and and they were embarrassed by that so they just rescinded that so um, and that's that's your only hope is to have everybody look at this and it's so ridiculous and so embarrassing and, and there's kind of this wave of negative criticism against the NCAA that they may you know reduce the, the penalty but what I think will happen is, you know, this is just another story nationally and will go away in a day or two and already, you know, fading and, and the NCAA will just kind of ride the storm and, and let it go and, and not make any changes, which is extremely disappointing. But I, I just, uh, unless they're, unless the criticism, it, criticism is so overwhelming and they're embarrassed by it, 
this is what stands, and Yoli Childs will sit the first nine games. Yeah, I'm really hoping that it can get some national some national ESPN TV time. I, I, I feel like, you know, there should be major interviews regarding this situation. There's so many things. I mean, one of the things that's so tough about the NCAA, too, is they're always changing something, rescinding something all the time. It changes daily. I mean, just being a compliance officer run in a, at, a, at a college level, at a college, it's the most stressful job you can have because they're changing rules on a daily basis. It really is a minefield. Uh, and, and the message it sends, which is crazy, a crazy message to want to send, you'd think if you were the NCAA, is if you declare to go pro, you go. Because if you come back, you're going to get hit somewhere. Yes. We're going to get you. Why would they do that? Why would they hurt their game? These are the best players that are going pro, you know, arguably. And you don't want them coming back and playing for you for another year. It's like if you're in a business and this somebody, you know, some of your, your top producer is talking to other people. Uh, and then he says, oh, I want to come back and work for you. And like, you're going to not take back your top producer because he talked to someone else. I mean, it's it's silly the message you're sending about you know coming back to school for these kids and it just again i mean yoli to me is is everything right and good about what you want a student athlete to be and he he, he wants to come back and help the team he's foregoing you know he's not going to be an nba guy at least not this year but he you know he's going to make good pretty decent money in europe and he's just foregoing all that cuz he wants to come back he wants to help his team wants to get better and you're saying hey, listen buddy you better not do that because you're going to get being back. It's just amazing the message that it's sending, and I can't fathom how they would think that is a message that they would want to send to some of these student-athletes that are contemplating going pro. That, uh, that they, uh, Ostensibly, you say, well, we're going to let you come back, but the reality is if you do, you're going to pay somewhere. The other message that it's sending is you better figure out how to lie and you better figure out how to cover up and be deceptive because if you come forward with your own uh, issues, we're going to penalize you heavily. Nine games is too heavy. And, Mark, I I was talking to Will about this. The, The three of us played under NCAA guidelines, all three of us. And all three of us played at BYU. And there, there was a lot of, you know, there was a lot of spotlight on us. We represented a, a university that represents a, a church. And none of us wanted to be that name that embarrassed Lavelle or embarrassed a coach or embarrassed that organization, the school. Yeah. The school. But I will tell you, and I don't know if you guys ever had this, like <clears throat> there were multiple times where, for instance, I had just gotten married. And one of my good friends was a foot doctor. And he was getting rid of two couches. And I'm moving into a new place with my wife. And he said, do you want these two couches? And for me to have to stop and even have the discussion of, I actually can't take those from you. And then him say, what are you talking about? I'm like, that. if, I got, if, I, if somebody found out I took these couches from you, the NCAA could penalize me. And then, be, now, I ended up keeping it all quiet. We did a hush-hush. I took the couches because I needed couches. I was broke. It was my buddy. They could give me a couch. These are the kinds of ridiculous things that we had to live under, the guidelines we had to live under as athletes. And I can't imagine, Mark, I cannot imagine being Yoli 
coming clean, having a new coaching staff that maybe some things were overlooked, having a new rule that just got changed again, and coming back and being like, wait a second, this is happening to me? Was, was this a, a perfect storm of new coaches? How much oversight was there by by BYU and this coaching staff? How much blame could be put on the BYU compliance and this new staff, Mark? Well, I think there's certainly blame uh, for compliance and blame for his agent and blame for Yoli for not being more more uh, uh, observant of the rules, whatever they were. Uh, I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to say that there should be no punishment. Maybe a game, maybe two at the most, but nine games is so egregious and. Uh, it's so frustrating when, and again, you know, I'm a lawyer, so I've kind of approached these things from, you know, are there mitigating factors? Is the is the intent there? Uh, you know, is there proportionality? Yeah. Uh, all that, all those kind of things. And I think that's the problem. It's not that he didn't, you know, may, maybe break a rule or, or or something, but the rules are so. I mean, it's such a, a minimal thing. I'm like you mentioned a speeding ticket, uh, and uh, <laughs> you mentioned uh, you taking taking the old couch. By the way, if you ever need a couch, come see me. And I'll- <laughs> Mark, <laughs> another thing about the NCAA, the rule book, guys, I'll just tell you one of the things that frustrates me because I deal with this on a daily basis. As listeners and, and, and Mark and, and Hans, have you ever read the tax code? No. Of course you haven't. It's thousands of pages long with a bunch of things that you cannot understand. Yeah. The NCAA has become the tax code. There's so many. There's so much to understand about every single rule that you know. I, I really have no no patience for it any longer. The, the tax. It's like the tax code. If you got into the so tax code, even you'd be like, wait, it. okay, on page one thousand it says you can do this right off, but on page five hundred it says. It, now imagine if the, well, and the tax code might change often, but imagine <laughs> if. One day they're saying, well, you need to have a degree. The next day, well, the agent doesn't need to have. It's just crazy. So, Mark, is there anything that our government can do to get involved? Is there anything that the people can do to try to make changes? Is there anything that collegiate football and basketball could do to try to separate themselves from this, in my opinion, corrupt governing body? Well, I, I don't know the, the answer to that. I mean, I don't know what legal options BYU might have. I mean, that's one way to make change and, and is to have some kind of a lawsuit against the NCAA. If you, you know, this is a couple times they've been hit now. I don't, I don't know uh, what, what your legal recourse is. Obviously, public opinion, the more things happen like this. I mean, this doesn't seem like it's a, 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 a rare thing. I mean, the NCAA, every, every day I've seen, I'm reading the decision, I just shake, you just shake your head at. And I think, Maybe that will help. And as well, obviously part of the issue now is you see these Power Five schools have so much power that the NCAA is not going to do anything to them because they don't want to mess up that relationship. So they, they they seem to take advantage of the schools like BYU that they can exert that authority over. They won't do it against the Power Five schools. But I think at some point the NCAA might make themselves obsolete as the Power Five schools become so powerful and they'll just say, we don't want to have to bother with you. Stop you know, go away, little guy, and 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 then we'll have we'll be done with the NCAA. But they're certainly not helping themselves by making these kind of you know stupid decisions. And I don't use that word lightly. That I think it's stupid. I mean, you mentioned the tax code. I mean, it's it's one thing to have a violation for you know paying 
$50 less one year, and, and then they got a guy that doesn't pay taxes for 10 years, and you have the same type of penalty. I mean, that's part of the problem is you have this proportionality issue, and, uh, you, know, you know, it's one thing to, to, to take your buddy's couch, and it's another thing to, to take a, a new car when they're recruiting you. I mean, you've got to have some, you've got to have some kind of ability to assess the severity of the, the, the infraction and then uh, punish accordingly, and that's part of the problem. I mean, I... I remember as a freshman, uh, Will and Hans, going down to a school that I won't mention, and uh, we're coming out of our shoot-around, and, and the guys from the school are coming in, and there's a freshman there. He's he's driving up in a brand-new sports car. And I'm telling you, he does he didn't have the money for a brand-new sports car, okay? I'm just telling you that because I, I, I was him. And I, I'm looking like, I can't afford – uh, uh, 81, <laughs> you know, Isuzu or whatever it was. And he's driving in this beautiful sports wow. car. I mean, the stuff that's going on out there, and you know this, I don't have to tell you this, but I, I do the radio. I talk with coaches a lot all over the country. I see what's going on. And, and if your concern is Yoli Child not filling out a form when all the stuff that is going on, people getting paid thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars in recruiting, all kinds of shady stuff going on, uh, and, and you're going to put put a guy for nine games for this? I mean, it's a it's a pile of crap to me. And sorry, Hans, I don't mean to offend you with that language. I know your ears are pretty sensitive, <laughs> sensitive. to that, but that's what it is. It's a pile yeah, of crap. Mark, and, Mark I'm and, telling and you, I just you feel just, bad for Yoli about it. Yeah, and I, you make me want to spit right now with anger. You feel like uh, I I just want to spit. <laughs> that's that's how I feel. Like this, you're firing me up, Doc. I'm fired up, and I'm right with you. I can't stand it, and it is a joke. That's all you can say. Well, it's a listen, joke. and people think, well, BYU, BYU. You know, you're always complaining. You uh, listen. It's, it's Utah. To, it's Utah State. It's these. We're trying to protect everybody because if, if it's yeah. us this time, it's you the next time. Do uh, you just have some infraction? And I thought that was excessive. And I remember Rick Majerus buying a kid a meal after, and that's the, always the story, buying a meal after kids, I think his father passed. And, and, and those kind of things are just so ridiculous. They need to focus on the big stuff and not worry about a kid signing the form in the right order and, and then knocking him nine games. I mean, they've got other things that they need to be concerned about, but... Again, they know that they can do it to BYU, and so they try to exert some kind of authority to show that they're the boss when, in many areas, they're getting pushed around. So they're, they're a bully that's getting pushed around, finally, that, that finally finds someone that they can push around, and so they do it. Mark, just to quickly sum this up uh, for BYU fans that are listening in on this, um, do, you think, <clears throat> do you think the nine-game suspension will stand and how much will that affect Yoli's ability to make inroads for potential NBA draft or, or professional career or affect his ability to make the amount of money he could make? Um, I think it'll stand. I think if it was a big-name school that there would be enough of an, an uproar to, to change it, and it would be lowered considerably to one or two games. But I, I just don't think BYU nationally would have the the clout to embarrass the NCAA enough to get them to, to rethink their decision. Uh, so uh, that's pretty discouraging, but that's the reality. Uh, with respect to Yoli, I mean, to me, his future depends on the NCAA tournament. If he can get there and then win a game or two and play well, 
and if they can beat Gonzaga, not sweep Gonzaga, but beat them and play well in a national setting, uh, he's, he's going to have an opportunity. But the problem is, to get to the NCAA tournament, those first nine games are so critical, and you've got big games, and he won't get to play in those. And so he won't have that exposure, but also his team won't have a chance to get quality wins that will go a long way for the postseason. And, you know, with him coming back, people were talking about BYU getting back in the tournament. I don't know how this affects that, but if you're not back in the tournament, Yoli's going to miss a real opportunity to have exposure that he desperately needs if he does indeed want to play in the NBA or any professional league. You need that exposure. So this is this is very hard on him in a lot of ways. Well, Mark, you're the best in the business. Love and appreciate what you do. Thanks for taking a few minutes to kind of clarify what's going on. And I, I think we all share the same level of disgust, and we'll hear from you again soon, I'm sure. Thanks, Mark. Anytime, guys. It's, it's very therapeutic for me to uh, rant about this, so thank you for letting <laughs> me get it off my chest. It does feel good to have a platform and to be able to do that. i got to admit, it is nice, and, and we do appreciate those comments. There you go. Mark Durant, play-by-play, or sorry, color analyst for the BYU men's basketball team.